Here's your host, Alex Garrett. Well, this is a topic I've been trying to figure out how to cover all week long. The, the sports world and the world in general did see the news that one Tiger Woods was in a very, very, very awful car accident, apparently rolling seven times before fi- hitting a stop, compound fracture in his leg, and we don't know what his golf future is. But someone on the very streets of New York City, who I think has been inspired by Tiger, is not Tiger Woods, it's Tiger Hood, NYC. Uh, first of all, that's how everybody knows you. Tiger, Patrick Barr, thanks for joining me. It's my pleasure, Alex. It's my pleasure. It's very funny. I believe it was a night where I was just wandering around the city of New York because it was a nice night. I think it was summer. And you're like, hey, take a couple of you know swings of this milk carton. And you have these golf clubs. And you have this thing called the Neighborhood Golf Association. So i got to firstly say, how has that been during COVID? I'm sure your fans and followers want to know. It's been kind of quiet, you know, being that uh, everybody's in kind of lockdown. And uh, so, I mean, I still play out there, but it's been slow. You know, I'm just, yeah, just been kind of laid back and staying uh, indoors a lot, too. Well, I was going to say, have you done any virtual events with anybody? Because I know you have a huge, you know, fan base. How did you stay in touch with them during COVID? I mean, I did a couple of interviews, but uh, other than that, I've been just staying quiet, you know. Things are on hold like this for a while. They are. I think it's an ingenious idea the way you do it with the milk cartons. Uh, maybe explain that to us. Where where did you come up with the idea to formulate the golf Associ- neighborhood golf association and to use milk cartons? Where does that all come from in that brain of yours, Tigerhood NYC? Well, I was selling my photographs on the sidewalk and um, I found a golf club. I saw a golf club in the garbage can. So um, I've always wanted to try my hand at swinging a golf club. So I had a tennis ball on me. And I started hitting tennis ball against the building that was under construction. So it had the scaffolding on the outside and everything. But um, after a few hits, it didn't come back down. You know, like the plinko balls, and it just stayed up there. So, uh, but I didn't want to give, I didn't want to throw the golf club away again. So I just wanted to hold on to it and find something else to hit. So the next day, I got the milk containers, and it stuck. And I didn't think that I would be swinging so many years afterwards. But here I am, swinging uh, 12 years later, still swinging, hitting the milk containers. Now, maybe your followers don't know this. I don't know this. Have you ever hit the links for real? Like, have you ever done it on the golf course? Ever ever gone like nine or eighteen? No, I haven't. But I've hit. The, I've I've gone to the fairways and um, you know, dr- driven some balls. And uh, I guess maybe a hundred and fifty yards, something like that. I'm not sure. I'm not exactly sure how far. But you know, whenever I'm down in Florida at my mom's place, also there's a big field out there, and I'll go hit the balls out there. But uh, for the most part, I just hit the foam balls against the wall. That's as close as I get to hitting the real thing when I'm in the city. And you because do have – people that don't know, you have measurements. You you actually meet it out, right, for the for the people that want to hit the milk cart. And you're like, hey, can you get this distance? And I thought you were giving out prizes at one point if they heard a hit a certain distance, weren't you? Well, if they got into the, into the uh, in a milk crate, yeah, they would win the prize. That's right, the milk yeah. crate. And I, I mean, that was a few <laughs> years ago, and I just – I love that experience. I said, why not try it? I dropped my crutches. I hit the club. I hit the golf, uh, you know, with the golf club. I thought that was great. And the pictures you took were phenomenal. So thank you for those as well. Um, let's get to Tiger Woods. You posted about him. Uh, obviously, I feel like the name Tigerhood is sort of a, a tribute to Tiger Woods. Is it not? Yo, of course. Of course. Oh, yeah. It's just a natural... Uh thing to happen because i mean you know it's a no-brainer and so 
when first of all, when you saw him come back in 2019, what was that like for you? Because I think we were all in elation that he won that Masters. Oh, shucks, man. Yeah, a 56-year-old man cried. <laughs> no, yeah, I, when, I saw him, when I saw him win again, man, I brought tears to my eyes. That and did did you happen to have like that whole neighborhood golf association out that day as well? Were you doing the whole thing as he was doing his thing? Oh no, no, I was watching. I was watching him on television. Yeah, I think well, we. Yeah, you talk about the Masters, right? Yeah, when he, you know, oh yeah, when he made that that shot on the twelfth hole, which no one ever could make that day, you knew that was in for something special. And now we don't know what his future is. So, tell us your thoughts on Tiger in general and what seeing transpire this week a week has made you feel um emblemizing his name through tiger at nyc and just you know being inspired by him well come on man i mean you know when i heard the, when i heard about the crash i was like oh boy and now you know i mean i didn't know if he was alive or not but then when i heard he was alive i said okay that's a good thing and um then when i heard that he was coherent i said that was even a better thing you know the saw the legs being broken Hey man, it's just but we're just lucky he's alive, you know. And um, you know, it, I'm I'm glad that they were able to uh, mend him up, you know. But um, you know, as far as him coming back, the stage is set, you know. Now the stage is set for an even greater comeback than the last time, if possible. It would be really, be really something, if possible. But you know, the main thing is just to get him walking again, and you know, being able to do what he wants to do. But uh, if you can't play, no, that's that would be unfortunate. Let me ask: Did you yourself find many people reaching out? Hey, what does Tiger Hood NYC think of that? About this? Did many people message you about this? No, not really. No, just a couple. Yeah. Well, I've got to ask you then, because obviously you said you found this golf club, and then you started to to really delve into this. Was there a lot of research that you did about the game as you started to make this association, make this? you know, block party, if you will? Not at all. Not at all. You know, I just picked this club up, and it was a natural feeling, you know, the, the range of motion and everything. So, um, you know, I mean, I barely watch it on television. So, uh, but I've always wanted to try it. You and know? what does it mean to you when you get that backswing and you get the whole motion of the swing? I think it's a pretty cathartic thing to be able to swing a golf club but I want to get your thoughts. What's it like to swing that club? Well, <laughs> it's like dancing in a way, you know, kind of like, like that ballet, you know, that, 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 that flow, you know, like a dancer in a way. You do have to have that. Yeah. I mean, to make it a perfect line down the fairway, you have oh, to have that perfect stroke, really. You, you know what, though, man? I've seen people hit it that didn't have a swing at all, and yet they got it into the milk crate. It's just amazing. I mean, people who don't golf at all. Well, let's talk about that. Tell us just some fun stories about that that whole neighborhood association. You got to have some for us. Oh man! I mean, I had a guy one time that he he scared me when I saw his swing. I was like, oh shucks! I hope this guy doesn't let the club go. You know, it was two o'clock in the morning, and you know, he asked me for a swing. I said, oh, let me let him swing. You know, I like to be nice to be courteous. You know, but um, okay. When I, when I when I saw him take his practice swing, I said, oh my gosh, give me a break. And then he took his first swing. One swing, man. One swing, unbelievable, unbelievably freaking believable, man. I mean, like unbelievable. To this day, I'm like, wow. He hit the crate. Amazing. He got into the he got into the garbage. Well, at, at that time, I was using the garbage can. It was down by Spring and Lafayette. But man, 
unbelievable to see this guy get it in. It's like two o'clock in the morning to to have that kind of excitement, you know. Do you think and it wasn't all? It, it happened more than once, you know, to have that excitement at that time of the, the morning. Crazy. I'm sure. I was just going to say, do you think your little block association here for neighbor golf has brought the city together? Do you feel like that's happened? No, 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 nowhere near, nowhere near. I mean, I haven't even begun. If I can get this thing going the way I want to get it going, you know. So what are your plans? What are your plans to expand? Are, are there going to be other blocks of the Neighborhood Golf Association? Is that your goal? If I want these kids to start making these milk containers in school in first or second grade and then to learn how to hit them by the third grade, you know, by junior high school, you have a crop of golfers. By high school, you have golfers working on scholarships, man, to get into school. There's a lot of scholarships going unfilled out there, you know? I feel so like, like, you know. And this is a city that you know, needs those kind of scholarship opportunities, don't you think? Listen, let me tell you something, man. These kids are playing basketball, baseball. They're thinking, we want to expand their horizons, get thinking in, in, in more directions and, and add another sport to it. Well, so yeah. let's talk about that. So you have kids coming by. Obviously, their first thing is about the swing, but do the do you notice them analyzing the course, even if they're very young, as they try and get this thing in the milk carton, or are they kind of free swinging? What's that like teaching the kids how to play in the neighborhood golf association? Well, I mean, I they they haven't gotten that. I I I for one haven't gotten serious into it. So I mean, I don't know about them as far as watching how they you know interpret the game or play it, but um. You know, some kids have some kids have a better swing than me. I've seen you know five, six year old kids that have a better swing than me, and they, I'm sure they, I'm sure they know how to aim the ball and all that kind of stuff better than I do. So I can probably take tips from them. Well, but but any experience with kids on your block uh, down there in Spring Lafayette, like at the neighborhood, any kids take a crack at this with you uh, on that block? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I keep kids. I keep a couple of kids' clubs on me just just for that reason. And what are the? What's that like teaching them and seeing how they react when they hit that milk carton? Oh man, yeah. I tell you, I had um, I had these two brothers show one day, and um, the older brother didn't want to hit it. it. Was his birthday, and his younger brother hit it. And when his younger brother hit it, so good that his bug his bigger brother said, "Okay, I'll try." It. So that was that was really nice. So yeah, you know, one one kid was together one do it and then let me try it too. Oh that that's great. So what is um you know, I know you've been picked up by some outlets and some Instagram influencers, but what is the to you when you look at what you've done with the neighborhood golf association, let's take the club for example. What does that represent? I feel like anybody who's touched that club shows that they want to be included in your community. So what is the significance of the club itself to you when you hand it to them, what's that like as they take their shots? Well, <laughs> safety first. You know, when you're playing in the streets, it's not like playing in a in a wide open field and just let the club fly and nobody will get hurt, you know? So in the streets I'd be extra careful as far as who I give the club to. And you know, and I have to I have to you know, run down the safety rules as far as, you know, when to swing, when not to swing. And um, you know, just those, those, those safety precautions. So I'm thinking more about safety. I'm, I, when I when I hand that club off to somebody, I'm more of a safety director <laughs> instead of a instead of a coach. Because I have to be a little, you know. I'm 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 hoping that whoever I hand the club to, for the most part, it's my responsibility to make sure that if I hand it to somebody, that they know what they're doing. 
Right, and, and I do goes, believe we had a you know pause a little bit because there are still cars going down that road, are there not? Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. And people, and, and but the, the 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 thing that we have to watch out for most is like people walking behind us, you know, or behind me when I'm swinging. So I always have to pay attention for people who aren't paying attention to me. When did you know that this association can keep growing? When what was the turning point to say yes, this is working, and I want to keep developing this? I mean, there was there was no point. I said, you know, this is working because I mean, it, it, it works for me. <laughs> so whether whether we're interested in or not, that wouldn't stop me from doing it. I could be doing it, you know. But uh, I think when I uh, was a real interest, you know, when Nico did this and, and Noah, you know, did made the T-shirt with my image on it. I was like, wow, man, <laughs> you know, that's really something for them to do that. Well, you and Nico have a very strong friendship, don't you? I mean, I've I've seen that on Instagram. Oh yeah, he's, I mean, he's, it's like uh, when I look at the picture of me and him on a series, of a series. Oh gosh, with Bill Cosby, Robert Culp. Okay. <laughs> that was his name, Robert. When they were when I spies, was it I spies? When they played spies back in the sixties, you know, it was like a tag <laughs> team, but uh. <laughs> Maybe I should have used Miami Vice. <laughs> okay, I got it. that's that's cool though, and and, and obviously, um, you guys are still in touch to this day. I mean, when he did that story on you, I know that brought a lot. But what I, as you just said a few minutes ago, you don't care how many people are crowded on. You just want to do this for the community. And I think that's beautiful. That it's not about clout; it's about getting people involved and and showing them a different thing in New York, really. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you, man. When I first picked up, when I first picked up the club, that was in my mind. You know, when I saw when I, when I saw when I saw a guy take a picture, my picture for the first time, I was like, "Why is this guy taking my picture?" Because you know, I didn't really like get it. You know, it was only until I saw a guy playing cricket against a wall that I said, and I and I went to go look at his picture that I myself. Okay, I see why somebody might want to take a picture, but. Uh, but you know, as far as like you know, once I started getting it, like I, that wasn't my first, my first thing. Why not with the kids? That's what playing, you know. When did you decide yeah. to make this in the classroom? When did you decide to want to to expand into the classroom? When did that come into play? I mean. I would meet on the street, and they would want to get a swing, so I let them take a swing. And then, uh, I don't know, where it just started to develop where I said, wow, you know, maybe, <clears throat> you know, I think I started talking with somebody about scholarships or something, something like that. So I said, well, you know, this would be a good way to get kids to play golf in the schools, you know, because there used to be golf teams in schools. So I don't know if there are that many anymore, but... You know, it'd be, it, it's, it, it's, I, it's just a natural transition, the way I see it, from the milk containers to the foam balls to the real balls, you know? Oh, I I've, I love the feeling of hitting that, that ball down the fairway. There's nothing, there's nothing like it. I've, I've had it done at least once or twice. So that I get it. And, yeah, you know, even St. John's, a local school, has a golf program. So these colleges do have a golf program, and I think you're, 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 uh, you're thinking up the right alley here with that idea. Man, if I can get one or two schools to adopt it, and 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 um, so I can show other schools that hey, look at that school, look at what they're doing, you know. Well, let me. Yeah, let me I'm, I'm, 
Yeah, you know, you know, you know what it reminds me of is if you ever watch the Mighty Ducks, Gordon Bombay didn't start them with hockey pucks. He started them with the eggs. And I guess it's funny because eggs and milk are very related. So, yeah, it's like that whole mm-hmm. let's get them used to something before the actual puck or the actual golf ball and right. then see what goes what happens from there, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I remember when I was in um, elementary school, we had an after-school program where, okay, one person would, like, crouch down, we would dive over them, and then two people would crouch down, then we would dive over, and then three, and then four. The next thing you know, we were doing these big dives like a gymnast do, you know? These really, like, seven-foot dives, you know? Elementary school kid. Because they have, we have no fear when they're, they're that age. We just absorb things, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Like a sponge, man. Well, let me ask you about the city because obviously I feel like golf is still not the most popular sport. I think it's getting there. I think a lot of the 20 to 30-year-olds here in New York and beyond are interested in it. But um, as a kid growing up, did golf interest you at all? What was your sport? What was your what was your thing that you were really hooked on as you were growing up? Uh, and, and do you still love that or is golf or is this your passion now? I was into gymnastics and cycling. I mean, I would ride up to, uh, I would ride like hundreds of miles, you know, Bear Mountain or West Point and come back. And live, I, that's when I was living in Long Island. So I ride to West Point and then ride back home to Long Island like twice a week. Not many, but, um, but then, you know, golf wasn't even in my, on my radar at that time years ago, 30 years ago. And then, you know, I'm 57 now, so I'm not that active. I still ride my bicycle a lot. But, um, you know, when I found a golf club, man, you know, it's just a relaxed sport. You know, I can do it while I was selling my photographs. So it's just a transition. And do you still do the photography? Has that been going during COVID? Uh, I tell you, I haven't been taking a lot of pictures in a long time, you know, because I'm, you know, I just, I just don't, I'm not on the grind anymore. I'm not out there looking for the shots, you know, not out there riding around and spending more time looking for the pictures. I'm playing and trying to sell my pictures these days. Believe it or not. Uh, I can't believe it. You know, because passions change, you know, when you start getting involved with this. Um, what's the biggest crowd you'd say you've had uh, on that block for to watch people literally try? Because it is a spectator sport, ladies and gentlemen. Watching these people try and get it in the crate is a spectator sport. So how many people have stopped by in one night or at one time? And that, did you ever notice the energy build up as the go, as they kept trying? Um, well, I can't let the energy build up too much when I'm out in a certain location. Like, you know, and when I'm in a village, like where we were playing, if, the, if it got too crowded, the cars would be able to get by and then, you know, it'll, it'll be bad for traffic and then the cops might say something. So sometimes I have to stop and, let, you know, things calm down a bit. I remember one time I was on um, Jersey Street in Soho and Usher had stopped by to play. And the doorman said he counted about 50 people watching that time. So you got Usher. Any other celebrity sightings that maybe people are, would be interested in? Um, oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> um, from the uh, the Goldbergs. <laughs> oh, man. Golly. I'm so, so embarrassing. Oh, gosh. Oh my gosh! I can't think of his name right now from the Goldbergs. Oh no! And and I'm bad too because I don't watch the show as much as I. Uh, oh, he's he's a real cool dude. He's a photographer also. Oh man! I can't believe it. No, oh my god! Anyway, and then you know I, I tell you what though, Will Smith has skills, man. 
That man has skills. And how many so how many swings does he do with you? He he took three shots before he got it in. I mean the way he, the the way I saw his process was that the first shot he took was just getting a feel of it, you know. Because you know you don't know how to you don't know how the milk containers feel when you're hitting it. It's just you know, mm-hmm. you, it's just odd. So he hit the first one. The second one, you know, he had an idea, better idea of how it felt, you know. And the third one, boom. So it's like the, the way I see it is that you get the script, he reads the script, mm-hmm. and then you know his second thing is the, uh, the the dress rehearsal, right? And then you know the third is the performance. And then that performance, his third hit was the performance, and that was, like, spectacular. So that was really impressive. All right. I, I got to ask you then. So you, you, I know you looked and analyzed what I was doing. I'm just kind of curious a few years later now. I, I remember it. I remember getting a little frustrated with it. But I love the swing nonetheless. But I, I felt like I was getting close to that crate, if I'm not mistaken. I, I You did. You did. And I tell you what, man, you're an inspiration yourself, my man. For real. Real. Well, very I mean, few people. Can, very few people get me off my rollerblade into my shoe. So congratulations <laughs> on doing that. Ooh, man, I tell you what, you bless my fairway for real, my man. You know, and if Tiger Woods needs an inspiration, he, he you you should interview him. Well, know? I was going to ask you. Did you ever try and get him to come to the alleyway to to get that shot to get that try? You know what's funny? I sent him a um an Instagram message. I DM'd him. Uh, I think it was like two or three weeks ago, and I, uh, I, I offered him a golf club. I said, hey, man, can, can I send you a golf club? <laughs> yeah, because I have my Tiger Hood golf clubs. Right, you do have personalized ones. I mean, it, it just, yeah. the whole brand is so cool, Tiger Hood NYC, Patrick Barr. Uh, but as a kid from New York, not even involved with this, did you ever think God and, and the path would lead this to where you are right now, developing this whole shooting the idea of shooting a milk carton into a crate did you ever think that was possible or did you well obviously not but looking back are you surprised that the trajectory went this way i tell you what man the lord works in mysterious ways think it think uh, that was my randy macho man <laughs> my randy macho man savage impersonation no but you I mean you just never know man sometimes failure might lead to success right what were you doing before this? Like, what was your, you were doing photography. What else? Did you have a day, to, did you have a regular job? Did you have, what did you have going on as you're developing this? Well, I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't succeed in the career I wanted to. So I was just, you know, doing, um, you know, a messenger work, working at a Jamaican restaurant, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, but I'm still, you know, I still have my camera for looking for that shot and everything like that, you know. So your career was photography, because sometimes that's the side gig, but that was your career? No, 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 no. I wanted to get into photojournalism as a as a talking head, so I didn't pursue that, and uh, just got into blue-collar work. That That's cool. I mean, look, uh, I saw a thing about blue-collar jobs actually coming back, which is good. Uh, we need to get people more employed out there. And so I guess, because if you could tell from his voice... Let me tell you something. Man. Those blue-collar jobs pay good money all the time. Cause they're like, right, like right now, there's a shortage of plumbers in some states and uh, electricians and stuff like that. So, you know, people who work with their hands are needed. You know what? And I, I've said this to other folks on this podcast and on this podcast. 
I feel like we're losing the whole roll up your sleeve and do things mentality. Would you agree? Oh, of course. Absolutely. 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 You know, that's why we need to get things built, you know, built, start building things again. Like, 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 like we did during World War Two, man. You know, just get to it, man. Oh man, do we need to? We need to get these vaccines and then start building again. That's what we got to do. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Well, you know, we hopefully you know, help is on the way. We got a, got a, got um, Johnson and Johnson coming online. So they just got endorsed you know, tonight. Breaking news, by the way. So there's that. Yeah, yeah. Just gotta, we just gotta, we just gotta hold on. We just gotta hang in there and hold on, man. Because, because uh, I want to see, I want to see you out there again, so we can get some more swings. And it's been way too long. So you have not run the the course, right? You have not run this thing during COVID. I mean, I played, but um, you know, it's not something where I can like, you know, I'm I'm trying to avoid getting too close, you know, because you know, it's like you, know, you just can't. I just can't. It's like you know, I just, you know, I've um, I'm I'm being careful and everything, but you know, every time I might go out, there's a chance that I might slip up or you know. Well, is there any procedure people should know about? Should they want to see you at that spot to do, you know, Tiger Hood and uh, NYC's? Neighborhood Golf Association, anything people should know from you requirement-wise or do you take temperatures? Like, what do you do? What's the precautions you take? I mean, um, I just try and stay outdoors and, 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 and upwind, <laughs> you know, down outside and upwind. But, um, I mean, I, I, I still socialize with people. I, I just keep a, 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 you know, the close I get these, I made, I, I broke my protocol last week. But um, the most size you get is like three feet, two feet, you know. But uh, well, I guess my yeah. question is: is is people is the golf association open? Like, are you doing people? Are people able to hit the cartons right now, or is that oh, off? Yeah, oh yeah, they are. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. As, as a matter of fact, I uh, I met a gentleman this afternoon, Chicago Johnny from Chicago, and uh, we were corresponding on Instagram the first time. He got some swings in, so yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Did you do it during the winter months too, or did you shut? So it's oh, not absolutely. really very good. No, absolutely. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, and the thing about the milk containers is, is that they don't sink into the snow. Right. They know? stay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow, that's yeah. even more interesting to hear. So they were snow. They were there during the snow too. That's that's great. Um, oh yeah, man. Anytime. Anytime. So you've dedicated your life to this, but I want to know more about Patrick. I want to know more about. The man behind Tigerhood NYC that I probably didn't get to know the first, you know, meeting uh, and swing. So just tell me a bit about your story. I, I want to hear more about you, and I'm sure your, you know, fan base and, and those around you want to know more about t- you too that, that they may not already know. Well, <laughs> I'm a pretty simple guy, you know. I mean, um, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, ooh. It's hard to talk about myself. Uh, born in Jamaica, came here when I was four years old. Raised in the Bronx, Brooklyn, Queens, Strong Island. Lived down in Florida for a while, Atlanta. Got homesick for New York and came back to New York back in the uh, late nineties. Just uh, stuck. Up. There's, there's so many photographs here. That's what that's what made me just want to come back. But I was taking pictures down south, but I just you know just wasn't getting it down there, and I just got homesick for New York and. Here I am again. Do you see, as a lifelong New Yorker, you've seen changes and changes, but do you see positive changes? Well, I see everybody focus on the negative. I still think there are positives, even during COVID, and maybe you'd agree. Hmm. 
I mean, New York is always going to be a positive for me. I've always had good things happen to me here. Um, you know, things are close. Things are, and I never thought I would see New York in this situation where things are so shut down for now and worrying about the businesses coming back. But I just hope that if we can get things online again, they'll start to generate more activity, more money for people and. You know, uh, it won't be like happy time. It won't be happy days are here again, but you know, things will be getting back. You know, and uh, exactly. If we can, if we can do that, you know, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of room for growth, man. There's a lot of room to to get this thing back on track. So, if we can just get things rolling, man, and just get that 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 positive mentality in the whole country, man, there's, there's so much to do. Do you find people coming to you for comfort, for advice, for just let it, you know, someone to say, hey, things are going to be okay. Do you find that happening for you? The people are coming to you almost like a, not for no. counseling, but something to that effect. No, 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 no. I, I guess if they wanted, if they wanted anything near therapy, they would play, just take a few things. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love that yeah. therapy with the swing. That's exactly what it'd be. Swing therapy, baby. I got it. That's a, you got to coin that. That's such a cool phrase, swing therapy, because there's not there's a, even swinging a baseball bat. There's nothing like doing those forward motion things where you're just you're you're always your body's just moving and you're swinging. I see where you're going with that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you something. When you go work out your body, it helps the mind, right? That's yes, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So do you have uh, tips? Do you give these guys and gals when they try? advice on how to swing or do you kind of let them do it free for all what's your style when you when you talk to each and every person that wants to take a few swings at the neighborhood golf association it's a mixed bag because you know you don't want to tell somebody too much because that don't you know you know you don't want them thinking too much you know what i mean so sometimes it's better to let somebody swing their own natural way because I'm, like i said man that guy, that guy hit it one time with the most awkward swing but he got it in, you know, and I've seen that. And that's happened on, on a couple of occasions where I say, you know, I'll try and tell somebody to six o'clock, six o'clock swing, you know, that range of motion type thing to warm up and everything. But, you know, some people just can't do that. And um, sometimes it's better to let people do what they do on their own so they can figure it out. And, you know, and if they don't figure it out right away, then you give them a, a couple of pointers. And if they don't get the pointers after a while, you just say, okay. Do what makes you feel comfortable. Exactly. At some yeah. point, I guess so. All right, facial reactions. Obviously, you're going to get some when either they miss it or they make it. Best facial reaction and most hilarious facial reaction you've seen when they do make it or miss it. The, the, the most react. The, the the biggest reaction you're saying. What 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 kind of reactions would you get from these guys and gals that would participate? Like what? Break it down, oh please. I'm, I'm curious. And have you ever photographed oh. those reactions? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. As, as a matter of fact, there's one on. <laughs> there's a video of my um, on my Instagram page of the reaction of from one uh guy who got it. In. It's really exciting. It's really exciting. I'm telling you, man. It's, it's like you know. It's like you know. Sometimes it's like you know. At the end of a game, the the the, the, the player hits that three point shot, you know, or you know, just just that final home, you know, that last inning home run, you know, last batter or something like that. You know, it's just it's, sometimes it's just amazing. It's just a, just a nice feeling. It's just a nice feeling. It's a nice 
athletic feeling on the streets, man. You know? Yeah. But but you don't see that people are really unifying around this. I mean, I I see it. Maybe you're... Oh, yeah. Okay, good. good. Because I I, I want you to know, this is a unifying activity that you are doing for New Yorkers. I just wanted you to know that. Well, thanks, man. I I mean, I don't know how unifying it is, but when people are around, you know, watching or getting your swing into, you know, it, it's it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, when I watch somebody play and they, and they hit a good hit, I get excited. Of course. Know? I remember. Yeah, you jump up and down. I remember those types of things, too. Shook, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's so, you know, that that's still good. You know, if I still get excited after 12 years of doing it, man, that's that's a good thing. Oh, it is tremendous. And, you know, I'm just thinking there's a lot of outdoor diners around that block, right? So um, business owners, do they ever take a few swings just to get the stress relief out with you? Like, is that a thing as well? Uh, not necessarily the business owners, you know, because they, they kind of have their, that responsibility of running their business, you know. But um, a lot of their employees, oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's not an easy time, and we've seen the balcony got musicians we've seen this and then we've got you just uh, on that block bringing people some hope and i, I really love that yeah uh, i hope so i, hope I could so. just see it i see it on instagram i see it. i just see it and your energy is so uh contagious uh, you know this positive energy that's why i want to have you on because you've got this energy that we need to we need to uh enhance and 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 sort of bring out to the world for them to hear it and see it well, I tell you, man, Alex, if I, if I can get things going my way, like I said, the train hasn't left the station yet. If I can get my block parties going the way I want to get it, you know, with music, you know, maybe even some hors d'oeuvres, you know, like finger food and stuff like that. People, you know, having a good time, painting. You know, if there's like a neighborhood where it needs beautifying, where like they might want to paint a mural, you know, we have a block party over the weekend where people can paint the wall and the mural and kids can play with the containers and the music. You know, my goodness the things I want to do. And then not only that, but also make that block party, you know, like into a get out the vote type of thing where people can start, start having a, a civic discussion. Right. That, and that's, that's a good point too, that we start, you know, talking again. I think that's another thing that we're missing. And I'm sure you and I can both equally be frustrated that so many people are putting, are using their phones or on their phones all the time. At least you give them something to do besides look at the phone, and I love that too. You get them to put the phone aside for a minute. Man, well, you know what though? But then again, they're not because a lot of them are filming. So. True, but it's yeah. a, it's a healthier yeah. filming, I guess you would say. I don't know. It's yeah, like, yeah, it's a healthier yeah, filming. That's so. true too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, listen, man. If, if people, be, you know, hey, man, I, mean, I never thought that I would be having a a, a crowd watching it. That's like. I'm a guy who sells pictures on the streets, you know, and just like it's a milk container. So when I have a when I have a crowd of people watching me, I'm like still amazed. I'm like, wow, man, you know, this is this is like this is interesting. <laughs> it's not you only know, interesting; it's it's inspiring to see so many people come around. And the fun thing is, it's just a little block of New York City, right? There's millions yeah. of city blocks, and yet this one block brings a lot to the city. And I, I uh, I'm very honored that you you want to take time and talk to me about this because I was. I felt like I, I was thinking of you when the Tiger thing happened. I saw your post about Tiger. I said, this just makes sense. Let's talk about this block. And um, 
really it is sort of Tiger's story in the sense that he worked his way up, right? As a little kid, you worked this mm-hmm. as an infant, you know, with this thing in its infancy, and now it's 12 years old. And, and I mean, I feel like there is some relation between you and Tiger, the journeys that you guys are having here. I'll tell you what, man, it'd be amazing if I could hook up with him and we can get these little rugrats in school starting. Well, he, he would probably want to hit the, the real golf balls first. <laughs> but, but me, I want to hit the milk containers. But, I mean, it, it'd be amazing if we can just, like, you know, do something to get these kids motivated to play the, the sport and, and, and start taking advantage of some of these scholarships that are going unfilled. All right, so I asked about the golf club, and clearly you have a, a – emotional connection in the container the the milk container and so what does that represent to you what what kind of thing aside from being hit what does it represent to you that you so want to move it into the school system well i mean because that's what they get to drink for lunch you know what i mean so they can recycle their uh that is so true i never i didn't even think about that actually so it's like why why throw it away when you can actually utilize it for something even more Right, and 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 they don't they don't roll away, you know. They're big enough that you don't lose track of where they're going you know, of them, you know. So and 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 not only that, I sometimes I put um, newspaper clippings on them also. So that'll be a good way to get them to uh, read the papers and maybe cut out a face, a, a little bit of an article they want to put. I don't know anything, you know. But I, you know, as far as the kids are concerned, they might want to put a face from a newspaper. They cut out a face. From the newspaper and put on the milk containers or something like that. So that's where the whole arts and crafts comes in. Now, do you let those, even if they don't make it, do you let them take like a container home as a souvenir? Well, I've reused the ones that I have, but if somebody wants, you know, somebody really wanted one, I'll just let them take one. I mean, you know. Especially if they got it in, that'd be kind of cool to just take one. Yeah, oh, I got oh, this oh. in. Well, uh, oh, it's, oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, as far as, I thought you meant like if somebody was just walking by. But no, if somebody gets one in, oh, yeah, they have to keep it. I mean, that's like, you know, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, if they want it anyway. They've got a piece of, of that Neighbor Golf Association on their mantle, and that's that's pretty cool. Hey, Tiger, thank you so much. And where can people find you, by the way? I, I've been saying Tigerhood NYC, but that is the official Instagram, is it not? Tigerhood NYC? Yes, 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 yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Tigerhood NYC. And are you or, on Twitter uh, as well and Facebook? No, no, neither one. Um, just uh, Tigerhood64 Gmail, and, and uh, that's it. And that's how you get in touch with them. Hey, uh, yeah. we got to all check you out. You're still in Lafayette in spring, or do you move around? I move around. So uh, I was, um, I sometimes I play in the West Village, but these days I've been um, down by Lafayette in spring. Yeah, because that's where I, I know people in, uh, yeah, yeah. That's oh, where I've been these days. We're going to bring this to you. We're going to visit you guys again. I I, I miss, uh, I, I just miss seeing people. I miss seeing my friends. I miss seeing you. And we got to reconnect soon enough. So, uh, definitely that. And of course, you're always welcome back here when you got updates on your projects that are resonating from that little special fairway of the Neighborhood Golf Association. Alex, you're the freaking best, man. Well, Tiger. You, man, you're awesome, bro. And Patrick Barr is your real name, but we'll just stick to Tigerhood NYC. I'm Alex Garrett, where we are all always adapting, especially in this beautiful city of New York. We'll talk to you soon. Tiger, that was epic. Thank you so much.